Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Simply Wellness Podcast, where we talk about the things that aren't talked about enough. Here, taking you on your wellness journey to help you become your highest self and to live to your full potential. I'm your host, Vanna, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about why self-care is important to your life. week. And as always, before we get started, I always keep you guys up to date on what has been going on in my life, just kind of to vent to you because I feel with all of you, this is a safe space. And I hope you feel the same because this is where you can freely and unapologetically be yourself. So with that being said, in the past, I have been diagnosed with depression, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, but within this last week, I have been noticing some of my signs that I used to experience come back to me. You know, I have my cousin and his boyfriend who live right down the street from me, and I'm over there all the time, and sure, I may FaceTime my friends from back home almost every single day. But I have been feeling burnout recently, and with that, it has made me feel extremely, very much so lonely. And that is something people don't talk about enough with the college life or the work life, or even if you're in high school. Like, I started overthinking, I started procrastination, and I told myself, you know what, we need to snap right out of this, we need a self-care day, and we need to take this as an opportunity for ourselves. And I'm not just talking about, like, the face masks or the bubble baths, even though I love me a good bubble bath and some face masks once in a while, so it's a great form of self-care, don't get me wrong, but I am talking about personal self-care, mental self-care, physical self-care. The self-care that can help you get back on track with your life. And that is ultimately what has inspired me to do this episode topic today for you guys. And as you can already tell, I like to take the ordinary topics and I add more meaning to them than what they truly are. And with self-care, it is something that all of us, including myself, look at as like a mental break, which is sometimes necessary and a part of the growing process, especially if you are hustling every day or you have a lot of emotions going on up there. Sometimes we can't help it and our body needs that reset to be able to function properly with our ongoing tasks. But when you do decide that you need that self-care day, don't ever feel guilty for it. Don't ever gaslight yourself into thinking that it is wrong or that you have other people who are more of a priority. We are erasing that idea, that thought from your brain, and giving us a new idea. You are the priority above all else. Listen to Mama Vanna here because she's going to give you advice you may want to remember. Don't feel guilty for taking quality time for yourself. Your goal right now is to focus on your well-being because at the end of the day, no matter what may happen, no matter what you may go through, I want you to always choose you. You see, self-care means forgiving yourself for the mistakes you've made. 
self-care means being able to feel your emotions, feel your emotions in the present that have been weighing you down. Self-care means you set boundaries for yourself. You set boundaries for the people around you. But most importantly, you learn when saying no is necessary. Hopefully with that, you have a somewhat better idea of what self-care can actually entail for your wellness journey. And you know, you may be like, well, Vanna, how do I know when I need that self-care to prioritize myself? Or you may have other questions that I don't even know what you're thinking of right now. So just DM me. But if you have that question, you see, I've created what is called the spectrum. The spectrum is a circle of emotions you may feel that needs to be acknowledged in order for you to come to that realization of whether you need that mental break or you need that self-care, starting with your feelings. So the first part of the spectrum is you may have feelings of anxiety or being overwhelmed when doing simple tasks. I feel that way all the time, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, where you may be putting dishes away or cleaning the kitchen at night, or maybe you're doing your homework and you feel this overwhelmed anxiety flood over you and it's just a wave of emotions and you can't explain why but just you doing that little task is triggering that emotion for you and a lot of the times it can be based on psychological factors or you know things that you can't help like with me i have ocd and i just pretty much grew into that i have adhd as well and i was just born with that it's something that i can't help Another feeling you may have that's a part of the spectrum is you may have feelings of guilt for the slightest bit of downtime you do. Like, for me, anytime I take downtime for myself after studying 10 plus hours, I feel the worst amount of guilt ever. Like, I do not deserve to be sitting down. I do not deserve to be even watching a show. I need to be studying, either studying, working out, doing my podcast or this when really I'm just so overwhelmed with all these feelings and emotions of these tasks that I do in my everyday life that I have set the bar as they are the priority and I am not then it may shift over to your emotions pushing all your emotions to the back burner because you don't have the time to acknowledge or reflect on them if I were in a room with you and I asked you guys how many of you feel like You are unable to feel your emotions every day. I can guarantee you more than 50% of the people in that room would raise their hand. It's funny, life, you know, just having to live every day and we have this picture-perfect idea that life is supposed to be grand. Life is supposed to be this. Life is supposed to be money, success, career. But have you ever thought that maybe life is supposed to be about our emotions and how we dictate everything how we perceive everything that's given to us that's handed to us like we walk into a job interview and we're nervous we're hesitant and we automatically think in our brain that the worst is going to happen either it can go that way or we can dictate our emotions and have it go another way where we put our emotions to the back burner and we have this denial almost this denial confidence that you know whatever happens will happen blah 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 you don't get the job in the end and you're automatically feeling down about it but you can't show that 
you have to put on this show that you're a good sport and that you'll get them next time. Well, what if we changed that? What if we walked out of the job interview and we didn't get it? And we were allowed to feel our emotions. You could be in the worst financial situation possible and you still didn't get the job, but you have to put on this act that you're a good sport? No. Now this is just an example. Another one may be without hesitation, and it's just in your nature of giving, you give so much to others and expect nothing in return. One of my good friends from high school, we don't talk anymore, but um, I remember senior year, I was with this guy, and he said, you know what, Vanna, you deserve so much better. I mean, you just give and give these guys, and then you expect them not to hurt you. And when he told me that, that was my wake-up call. Like, oh, wow, you're, you're absolutely right, because I'm the one who's always doing the wife duties when he hasn't even put a ring on my finger yet or even shown me that he's boyfriend material. And that's why I'm talking about the spectrum. It addresses how we have all been in this situation before, where we get too busy with our life and we push our emotions to the side. We forget to take time to ourselves and understand our needs are just as important as the people we care about. Do you care about you? Stupid question. Hopefully it's an easy yes, and if not, hopefully I can change your mind. A lot of our emotions and the way we feel and how we act upon the spectrum is based on psychological factors that could resonate with our past. Maybe we have been with a narcissist, so we feel obligated to be at every beck and call for the ones who may not put in the effort as much as you do. Or maybe we have emotional abusers who had made us feel belittled to where we told ourselves our emotions can wait. We are not the priority in this moment. We may not have ever said that exactly, but that's what we meant. And you know, some of the best advice I was ever given in my life was from my math teacher in high school. In high school! And I will never forget it. He said to me, you will never be able to move on from your past if you don't recognize your emotions in the present. So learn from the wise and understand that your emotions are just as valid today as they were the day before or a year before, maybe a decade before. It doesn't matter. Recognize your emotions at this very moment. And in this podcast, we love to do exercises. So take a minute, grab a pen, grab a paper, or maybe your journal, and write down what emotions you are feeling at this exact moment. Are you happy? Anxious? Sad? Maybe you're remembering old feelings that haven't brought you closure, or maybe be unresolved. But write it down. And look at it as a reminder that you are healing. This is your form of self-care right now. You are being brave enough to hold yourself accountable for these thoughts and emotions, maybe flashbacks going through your mind. You are brave, and it is something you should be ultimately proud of. And, you know, you may have been through the unimaginable in your life. God, if you believe in God, may have given you the worst things that could have ever been thrown at you. But the thing is, you can't heal from what has been if you pretend it doesn't hurt you. There is not a day that goes by 
that I don't think about my daddy and his death. There is not a day that goes by that I don't think about the person who I was in love with and would have given the world to. And that's okay to have these emotions and feel when we need to feel, but it's also okay to live life and understand that this happened and it happened for a reason. I believe in fate and I believe my daddy died for me. He was a broken man and knew he couldn't take care of me and with that, that's when I was adopted and given a second chance at life. And if he didn't do that, I don't know if I would be here today. I believe that the one person I fell in love with wasn't my person. I think he was a big lesson for me to help me understand my worth and that I deserve better. So as always, analyze your emotions dig deep with them and try to find the root of why this may be what you are feeling and if there is a reason this may have happened if there is a reason you are listening to this podcast if there is a reason you may hate what i'm saying or understand and appreciate what i'm saying your emotions are valid and you have every right to feel what you feel the one thing in life that is never wrong is our emotions we're going to transition here We have a special guest here today, and in this podcast, we like to get deep, and I wanted to give an opportunity to the people who may have felt a certain way in high school or may be in high school to feel seen and feel heard. This is a good friend of mine. We have known each other for six years, so without further ado, Emily Hinman is here with us today. Hi, everyone. So we are going to be talking about our emotions from when we were in high school and giving our audience some insight and advice, hopefully, that can resonate with them to carry along their wellness journey. And I'm going to be asking you some questions, Emily, along the way, but anything you've got to say, speak your mind. Yeah, I can do that. So the first question I have for you is, where were you on the popularity spectrum in high school and how did it make you feel? Okay, so this is kind of a tough one for me because I felt like I wasn't popular, but also wasn't not popular. Like, I was kind of in the middle. Um, I felt kind of like a floater. Like, I didn't really have a designated spot. I kind of just stuck with you throughout high school. Did it feel the same way for you? You know, I really did feel like it was the same for me. especially in our position like we weren't very popular but at the same time we were well known and we just went around to different groups all the time you and me together and I remember a specific group it was all my friends from elementary school who I grew up with and I remember feeling like I didn't click with them and whenever you know they asked me to hang out with them I tried and just something wasn't right like I felt more lonely with them than I did by myself. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes complete sense, actually, because that's how I felt throughout high school, too, until we became friends. I think it was sophomore. And um, you were the only person that I hung out with where I actually felt like I had that click and where I could talk to you and feel like you were actually listening and like we could just be ourselves around each other whereas with other groups it was like a lot of pressure because 
no one was really willing to put in the effort to get to know you and I feel like that what that's what makes you feel more lonely within groups is when they don't try to get to know you it's about who can be like the most funny standing in the circle like I felt like they were mainly just trying to roast each other then like form actual connections they were they so were (laughs) it was either that or they were like trying it was like either they were considered popular or it was the most prettiest you know the person with the highest body count or maybe the most athletic Mm -hmm. it was always someone in one of those factors and I don't know it's like I felt like I tried to get there on their level but it didn't really it just wasn't there for me and you know it wasn't there for you it wasn't there for any of us I also feel like the mental health factor played a big role in that because everyone was trying to live up to this certain standard of one-upping one another and that's when I feel like you and I could really rely on each other for that you know what I've been talking about that self-care method that coping method where we are able to relate to one another mentally and emotionally so with that being said I have your second question which is how much did high school affect your mental health and what got you through the day with your emotions Okay, well, (laughs) these are all, like, really intricate questions, I'm trying to think. Um, So, for me, I feel like it was a roller coaster, like it is for most people. Um, I honestly, I I never was really going through a lot in high school. I kind of just, like, minded my business, went throughout my day. But, like, more than anything, I felt like it was hard to relate to people. because again, I didn't like have that click with anyone. And during high school, if anything, I was going through more at home than I was at school. So school wasn't too bad for me. Like, I kind of wanted to be away from my house in a sense. So it was a little different on my end of things. Um, I remember that. And you were always at my house. Yeah, I was always at your house. Um, my dad got in his motorcycle accident and like, I felt like after that was when I kind of lost most of my friends because it was like this huge test almost where I was going through something and I felt like um, the main thing that kind of got me through it was actually you (laughs) because I stayed at your house during that time and you were like the only friend that was kind of there for me during that time and the only one that knew what was kind of going on in my life I guess and the reason I sick that is because my two sisters at the time that lived there were staying at other people's houses while my stepmom was with my dad at the hospital so I would say the reason I was able to get through my emotions or even any of my mental health stuff was just because you and your mom were there for me when I didn't have anyone else. So your self-care in a way was like coming to my house, let's say, it was like your escape. That was your self-care way to ease your emotions because it was a good getaway from everything going on at home, right? Exactly. It was like the interactions of kind of like forgetting what was going on and not being in my house where like nobody was literally home. (laughs) It was like a nice escape, but also, I don't know, distraction in a sense. Oh, and Mama made good cooking too. She made sure you were fed. Oh, she sure did. (laughs) Her fried chicken and shit. 
Oh my god, I, I can't wait to go home for Thanksgiving. She's gonna make so much food. Anyway, um, my last question for you before you head out is, if there is one piece of advice you can give our listeners, anything at all, what would it be regarding self-care? Um, I would say to not keep everything to yourself, like everything that you're feeling, because like, for me, looking back, if I hadn't opened up to you or like had you as a friend throughout high school and I wasn't able to stay with you, like, I genuinely don't know how I would have coped. Because, like, if you keep everything to yourself, it's just going to eat you up. So, with that being said, I would say my advice is to be open and not, like, hide all your emotions to yourself. But also don't rely on other people for happiness you can confide in them and it'll help you feel better but don't make it become a habit that would be my advice damn emily you got deep (laughs) what okay well thank you emily for being on the show and giving us a new perspective on emotions and how we can use it as self-care in tough situations especially if you're in high school because This goes out to any listeners, anyone of any age, and I just wanted to make sure that we had people who are going through high school or even middle school understand what we've been through and how you are seen and you are heard. So thank you, Emily. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Uh, I'd love to come back. Uh, obviously you're coming back so Mm. all right so we are gonna transition here now it may have felt a little random that i had a special guest here and we still touched on the topic of self-care but i kind of threw a curveball and i wanted to talk about high school the point of this podcast is for everyone to feel seen is for everyone to feel heard and feel recognized as an individual because this is your journey This is who you are, and this is the path you are taking for the life you want to live, the person you want to become. And it's never too late to start. So I just always make a shout out, or I try to include everyone in this podcast. I hope that this episode brought you some value towards your life that you can use maybe in your everyday, or maybe never use at all. It's up to you, but I hope you gain some sort of knowledge from it, because making these podcasts i learn a little bit about myself every single day and i learn a bit about you guys too because i you know i get direct messages from people who want me to talk about specific things or direct messages of people going through certain things and it makes me feel good that i am able to help you guys so that's what the show is about and a little overview for next week's show We have a special guest again. I am going crazy with these guests, but they are amazing women who show value and who are bringing value to the show and to the table. Her name is Linda. She is from Dallas, Texas. She is a pageant lady all the way. She has been on Good Morning America, and she is going to give some insight on her life story and what she has to offer. So hopefully she will be able to touch your lives in some sort of way and yeah that's gonna be it for today's episode if you want to reach out to me follow me on instagram or direct message me simply.wellness.podcast feel free to reach out i am always here to talk and stay tuned we'll meet again next week
so much for listening to today's podcast and letting me be a part of your wellness journey. If you want to stay up to date on all the latest episodes, follow the Instagram at simply.wellness.podcast and check out the Facebook. Episodes are uploaded to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else every Thursday. And as always, much love and stay tuned.